Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Youth Vibes. I'm Daniel Sule. And I'm Joy Wazo. Welcome Joy. It's here. We've missed you. Uh, really? <laughs> Actually. It has been quite a while. Not, not such a while, but it's been quite a while. Both of us have That is true. Stay together. Is true. Yes. Maybe that's why I think it has been so Yes, long. because <laughs> you know, I've been here at peace. <laughs> All right. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Joy, do you want to go to heaven? For sure, yes. Ah, everybody yeah, wants not? to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is when you ask people the question also, what are we going to do when we get to heaven? Their answers become less equivocal. Everybody is now like, well, oh, sing the praise. <laughs> we'll give all glory to God. And quite frankly, I mean, hopefully I don't get kicked out of church or stuff from <laughs> but quite frankly that sounds very boring it does just... thank you thank you somebody agreed yeah uncle silas agado is back on the show hi uncle Sai. hi guys hi welcome. good to be back on the show after. welcome a long well it's yeah. a little long well. I, th- I think the last time we had you on was when when you helped us well, host Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, like your brother sister to me. That was the last oh, one before yeah. the for the one on this place. The one on this time that there was such a fun episode. If you haven't listened to the episode on this, go and listen to it. There was plenty <laughs> just inside that episode. <laughs> you hear about you hear about certain certain cucumbers that were stolen from certain farms. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back, Silas. Thank you. Um, I think we're going to dive straight in. When you think about heaven, what comes to mind? <laughs> For me, yes. Wow. I think about a very happy place for me. Okay. And you know, my happiness is predicated on what I define or what makes me elated. It's not necess- my, my happiness is not necessarily what, what will make you happy. Hmm. So when I think of hev- heaven, I think of. Um, um, where I'll be so joyous and happy, mm-hmm. like my heart will just be at you know no worries. No, I'll just be mm-hmm. very happy there. So when I think of heaven, that's what comes to my mind. Interesting. And that that is because I've heard stories of people that um, fall into coma and are like about to die, mm-hmm. and all the medical people are trying their best. The spiritual people are praying to bring them back. I've heard the stories of one or two people that have said, just let me go. Mm. And my belief is that they saw a glimpse of what we call heaven. Mm-hmm. And there was no way they were going to come back. <laughs> so it's a happy, peaceful place when I think about it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, I think um, hmm, I have a number of questions I want to follow up with you on that one. <laughs> but... <laughs> Let me let me start like this. What hmm, you said it's it's a happy place. It is where what you said specifically was the things that make you happy are going to be present there. Yes. Do you think so? Now, um, the the way we understand it from scripture, mm-hmm. when Christ comes, we're going to go to heaven for a thousand years, and then come back down to the new earth 
that's how that's how the whole thing is supposed to work okay so, i think about like that <laughs> chapter what verse what <laughs> book of book of revelation after mm-hmm. so now when when we look at it like that it seems like uh, i'm going to define have i'm going to work with heaven for purpose of this episode as both of those experiences so when we come to the new earth and then when we're in heaven with the lord mm-hmm. so now do you think we were necessarily made for heaven as human beings and i ask that because for one we're not going to stay there mm-hmm. even though there is room for everybody <laughs> or oh, we're not going to stay there we're returning to the earth and number two when god created mankind it was the garden of eden that was a starting point a location on earth mm-hmm. it was earth he sent man to so do you think we're made for heaven wow interesting <laughs> i think when god made man and he made him his, in his likeness mm. and he put him on earth right um first of all you have to understand the the um that god is sovereign right he's all powerful he's omnipotent omnipresent mm. So you can't pin him to a particular location. Mm. So for me, I think heaven could be wherever God is. Mm. Right? Mm. And if you remember when Jesus was teaching the disciples how to pray, he said, um, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. So I think, I might be wrong, based on theologians, I think the idea is for us, when God made man in the garden, was to create a semblance of what his presence because i think heaven is like his presence presence with humanity would be forever and ever mm. so if you leave me i think that's going to heaven then coming back to the earth would have been a transformative period for the earth to be transformed mm. to the image and what god designed it to be because all this while we're living in a fallen world after the fall and we have everything that happened is happening because of the fall and effects of the fall and and all that do you understand so our human flesh is even behaving below par and all that do you understand so we're striving to perfection so i think if we learn the presence of god we would literally be bringing heaven on earth as as it is in heaven Hmm. bringing his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven okay mm. um so why do you think the major theories of heaven have us has us worshiping and singing praises because i think maybe think we should even ask maybe we should even caveat that with um what, what do you think we're going to be doing yeah in heaven? what do you <laughs> think <laughs> yes is it just going to be singing and because um, a lot of our pastors Singing and praising. Yes, they yes. tell us that you know, when you go to heaven, you'll be singing and praising. And praise. like. Well, you see, nothing against our men of God. Yeah. We have great men of God, great pastors that have great unction from God Himself and all that. But I think everybody, everybody explains Scripture from their prism prism of their understanding, prism of their knowledge. If you read the book of Revelation, 
where John was describing the revelation he saw of the throne, the seven elders, all that, right? He he was he will tell you is as so he will make reference to something we understand that he also understands and we understand. You understand? So it wasn't like he was telling you, ah, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you do you understand? Yeah. It's like, oh, there are streets of gold. You will explain the this the creature with several heads, mm-hmm. one like a goat head with horns, one with wings like this. So he was making it um he was explaining it based on the prism of his understanding as a human mm-hmm. and based on how we also as human understand which things we already know I can relate to. So I actually think heaven is as I said, it's not necessarily a geographical location. As I always say, I think heaven is the presence of God fully manifested in each individual based on his prism. So like I told you from the beginning, I think heaven for me would be where I'm very happy. And what mm-hmm. makes me happy is not necessarily what makes you happy. So maybe my own heaven would be full of food, roasted <laughs> meat. Do you understand? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I would derive so much joy. Do you understand? And over time, I think we've learned to always um, put God in a box. Uh-huh. And we think God only, only works this way or he manifests a certain way. But I think God puts man on earth to experience everything we're experiencing and live victoriously above it. And you can't do that definitely without his presence. And that's the practice of heaven. His presence, being more engrossed in his presence. Ah, the description of Garden of Eden, Adam had time to do his things about tending to the... He actually had work of tending to the garden and animals. And God used to come and hang out with him. Do you understand? Yeah. So there was that period they had that heavenly hangout with, yeah. with God, I think, from my imagination. And after that kind of period, uh, maybe God... Well, that's a serious question. Why did God used to go to again? <laughs> when Lucifer came to meet Eve, where was, where was God? God? Do you understand? <laughs> so those kind of things. So I think heaven would be an experience of the Adam walking in the garden, tending the garden, actually doing his own stuff in the garden as God has put him to do, and also having that communion time with God and everything. That's a very interesting way of looking at things because (laughs) (laughs) um, I believe it was last week Sunday or so Mm. where we, we... Ah, no, okay. Now I'm thinking about something else that I heard within the week. But we in this part of the world look at work generally mm. as a curse <laughs> as something that should be avoided at all costs <laughs> so when <laughs> when we when, when we when we hear that we're going to heaven for many people it is i am going there so I that i can from work yes i will sleep all day i will wake up in the morning some angels will feed me food <laughs> food into my mouth I will continue. I will be. I will continue lying down. Go go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Maybe stroll a little bit. Look around. Be, ah, you you are here as well. Go and just different, and then come back. I'll go back to sleep mm-hmm. after 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 having a marvelous feast. Yes, I, many people don't look think about it as 
a place where we will find work. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so why do you think that work is something that we're going to do in heaven? You see, the funny thing is, um, from Joyce's question self, mm-hmm. I was supposed to land it with um, saying everything we do, right, mm. is supposed to be an act of worship to God. Mm. Everything we're doing, even in this funny world now, our life generally is supposed to be an act of worship. That's why sin is when you when when God's child is falling into sin, God feels because at that point you have lost the essence of worshiping with Him. You are now converting with some other. Do you understand forces around that are taking His time? Yes. So I think our lives generally is completely an act of worship to God. That's why. Um, we've been studying about spheres of influence in church, yes. how we're supposed to be God's workmanship in every sphere of life, mm-hmm. right? And that's talking about productivity, that's talking about affecting, touching humanity positively. Um, a lot of work that we do is service providing. Mm-hmm. And who are you providing the service to? Is to humanity, not just to Christians, to humanity. And if not, that's, wh- that's why God left us on earth. Because I think after the fall, after he sent Jesus Christ to come and die for us, after crucifix, that bridge Jesus Christ did, we're supposed to just be climbing it. As you give your life, just go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, so right. If not, what would you be doing right. here? Why, right. did, why did he want to leave you here? So I think we need to look at work as our act of service. And, you know, we've, in, around here, work looks like... Um, Work is difficult for us because a lot of us are not doing what we love to do mm. as work. Mm-hmm. What we love to do is what we do. Like if you're feeling informed or employment, they will ask you your hobby. So that's what you want to do with your mm. free time, what you mm. enjoy doing yeah. and all that. And nobody needs to push you to do your hobby. You just mm. find yourself doing it. You understand? So I think that's how work is supposed to emanate from your interests and your giftings. That it will flow seamlessly and you'll be so elated anytime you have to work. So it's not that worrisome. So in heaven, I think it will have a system. And that system will have us walking through it. Like everybody has a part to play. Everybody has different interests in this life, different skill sets and everything. So if you put that into play in the general body of Christ, I think we're creating more and more of heaven like on earth. Okay. This question is going to be quite funny. <laughs> Oxara has talked about hobby. So do you think <laughs> do you think we'll be allowed to uh, pursue our hobbies in heaven? <laughs> Like Uncle Silas likes golf, you know. Yeah. Mm. God. Daniel, what do you like? He, he likes barbecuing as well. Uh, hey, oh, barbecue. yeah. Daniel, what do you like? Um, chess and um, board games. Yeah, Daniel loves board games. So what's the I question? I love charades. Yeah. Do you think we'll be allowed to pursue our allowed. hobbies? You know, like not okay. But Should allowed. we allowed? allowed? Yes. Do you think we but, will? But do you know? Do you know you didn't create yourself? Yeah. True. Mm. Mm. Whatever sure. is made, you're made up of mm-hmm. your interests, your skill sets. Mm-hmm. When, as a Christian, we believe we're created by God, mm-hmm. right? And He put everything in every individual for a purpose. 
is for the benefit of his body, which is the whole Christendom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it Christendom because here we're trying to be like Christ, who was the example after the fall. Well, if maybe if Adam and Eve didn't fall and we didn't go out of the garden, we wouldn't have been called Christians. We probably would have been called maybe man. Yeah. Right. Let's make man in our own image and likeness. Do you understand? Yeah. So in the whole body, everybody's skill and interest is supposed to be for the benefit of the body. Right? That's why um, selfishness is never a virtue of a good Christian. Or self-centeredness mm. because as much as you do what satisfies you it affects whoever is around you per time i think that's why one of my greatest lessons about god has always been when the disciples asked, asked him for a second time what's the greatest law oh the pharisees have it what the greatest yes. law is mm-hmm. and he told them this law is some sums up all the laws and the prophets Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Yeah. So it it makes you lose all sense of self selfishness and become completely selfless. That's the ex- example he showed us by coming today, yeah. obviously. So I think our hobbies are also part of our beings, and their expression is supposed to be beneficial to both us and whoever is around us by time. So if you leave me when I get to heaven, mm-hmm. I might see basketball courts to play basketball. I might see gaming centers to play PS. <laughs> I might see meat just flowing all around. Let's be roasting it, <laughs> feeding people like it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Just having fun. So and I can't wait. Ah. Interesting. <laughs> now, now you see, these are these are the kinds of things that make me interested in going to heaven. <laughs> um. So, if heaven is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like perfect, no flaws. Mm-hmm. Don't you think perfection sometimes, without any mishap, will be quite boring? It's boring. <laughs> so, because heaven is perfect, shouldn't have, um, because heaven is perfect, shouldn't it just be just boring? Or you, you think otherwise? <laughs> you see perfection yeah. <laughs> you see why why Jesus Christ came to live with us and still left the Holy Spirit with us eh? mm-hmm. and while he was living he said he told the disciples who had worked with him physically had seen him do miracles and stuff like that when he was going he told them not to go he sending a comforter who will teach them all things and guide them, Abby? Mm-hmm. All things. And that Holy Spirit being with you is to help you achieve the perfection of the life that Jesus Christ lived as a man. Right? And I didn't think Jesus Christ's life was boring. Mm-hmm. Even from childhood, before the Gospels picked his story from when he was doing his ministry days, um, he was an interesting child. Mm-hmm. running off to the temple to just with the... <laughs> you understand? So there's a gap that we've not heard about in the Bible. How he, he was a toddler, was he... And first of all, before his first miracle, who told his mother eh, that this, this, this young man can change water to wine? Mm-hmm. She said it with all confidence. So maybe when they were at home, he played around 
as a child it is ch- childish innocence because he was completely human mm-hmm. yet fully god mm-hmm. do you understand yeah. maybe in in the in his ordinary expression of himself as a child a teenager a youth he was doing miracles and she knew he had that in him mm-hmm. she was his mother and she lived with him all all through so you see perfection we can achieve perfection with all our interests and our skills and what we love to do mm. only through Jesus Christ right now because after the fall that's the only bridge to redemption for us now so i think it won't be boring mm. because whatever you think our flaws are the effect of the fall that mm. we are trying to correct and getting to heaven is like final seal of correcting all that dying and going to heaven or rapture and all that mm. so i think it's like a final sin so boring i look forward to having a ball in heaven you can imagine <laughs> like i'll be so so happy okay yeah so we've talked about the fun from our current point of view parts of heaven yeah but what we hear about more of in scripture is the angels, the 24 elders, God. saying, holy, holy, holy. Mm. So what is the place of worship in heaven? And um, worship in music and mm. prayer and praise. Or, yeah, well, well, mm, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess everything is worship. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> worship in music, in yeah, prayer and praise. Yeah. So I guess the things that we think of right now as worship, generally it's streamlined to what churching has made it Hmm. had made it now Hmm. but our whole life is actually worship Mm -hmm. Uh, it's in monday church that um, a mother a stay-at-home mom has has a plaque in her kitchen Mm -hmm. she doesn't work she's a stay-at-home mom she says worship holds here three times daily Hmm. so at breakfast while she's serving her family they're eating that's worship yeah. at lunch and at dinner it's the same thing to her yeah. because she's a stay-at-home mom that's what she does yeah. that was so profound when i when i saw it i was like wow so it's it's it brings you know we like to put god in a box yeah but we forget his sovereignty as in when is the almighty god he's uh, uh. alpha omega like have you thought of the galaxies before uh, yes so yes. think of the magnitude of the mm. galaxies then of okay let's say our own galaxy how big it is mm. it is with all the stars the planets then it is just one out of a million galaxies millions of millions. and there's somebody that is overall in charge of all these things do you understand so if you think of how mighty god is right you know that our mindset is so restrictive mm-hmm. of what he is. So when we sing, I, I don't know what people think of when they sing, what a mighty God we serve. Because my own, the might I'm seeing him with, but oh God, like I'm even one, it's just that he's so powerful and omnipresent that he can see me, if not I'm too tiny mm. for him to even notice. You understand? So when I think of it, of in God's might, I'm I'm both looking forward to 
seeing the revelation of more and getting full expression of who I am in relation to him. So I'm I'm still I'm still going to circle back a little bit <laughs> to my last question. So we don't it's it's not something that hmm. now for most of the people that we we go to church with and we term Christians, these direct more direct acts of worship yes. seem tedious. And it is not something that they are particularly interested in doing. There are many young people. Yeah. You know I'm talking I'm yeah. talking about your mother here. <laughs> many young people that if it is not that their parents are forcing them to come to Actually, EPC every Sunday, yeah. they will not go anywhere. Yeah, true. And that, those are even the ones that just come on Sunday. Yeah. Not Me. just very young people, even older. Exactly. Yeah. And you tell them exactly. you, that's heaven. Yeah. We're going to be doing sure. all of this all yeah. the time in heaven. They so are not particularly thrilled. Like right now, I'm pretty sure that if we took if we took all the Christians on this planet and asked them, okay, here are your options. There's hell. Nobody will choose that one. There's heaven as we imagine it, and, and then earth. we now have earth. Let's say you and can just, just remain Christians. Earth. You can mm-hmm. just remain. 99% oh, just of Christians. You, just oh, Christians. Kai, Daniel, you too. You complicated it. <laughs> yeah, he actually complicated Just say there's end. <laughs> 99% of believers, on I am sure, will choose to stay mm-hmm. on earth and not, not, not want to go to but heaven. But just out of pockets. Yeah. I know um, someone said, I think this question was asked, and someone said that um, hell has a lot of the musicians that <laughs> 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 you know are not Christian, you know, like wow. so only, he'll prefer. Only, yeah, at least you'll be hearing music. Hearing but you know what they say? When you when those people are in hell, like yeah. they'll be doing what they've been doing on only if human beings were yeah, God so were bad. the judges <laughs> of who goes to heaven and uh, yeah. or hell, I mean. Oh wow. So, so on the on that on basis of that, yeah. do you think we have these we have these three cadres. People would choose to stay on earth more. Yeah. Do you think it is because of our fallen nature that we think that this like I said, this this more direct aspect of worship mm-hmm. is tedious, is boring. Well, and the, and just following up on that second question, is any of that going to change? You see, the Great Commission was to create a gateway for people to Jesus, right? Hmm. When he said, going into the world, making disciples of all nations, uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hmm. It's, I think it's just a gateway. Mm. And that gateway is to open humanity to a greater call of work. Um, I often tell people that the greatest prayer you pray for your child, not when the child is a teenager, since when the child is a toddler, Mm. the greatest prayer you pray is to beg Jesus to meet this child on his own personally. Mm. So the child is not um, 
it's not processing Christianity from the prism of what the preacher is saying or just what you are teaching the child. Mm -hmm. So beyond the theological knowledge, beyond the um, the teachings you teach for morals and livelihood to your child, um, if the child never gets to meet Jesus on on one on one basis, that work is going to be hard mm-hmm. for the child. It's going to be hard for the child, and I I think everybody we've seen so right now that I've, that I'm in a little older. With benefit of hindsight, I see a lot of old Christians that I think I may be wrong, that I think have been in church for 30, 40 years or more, right? But I think have still not met Jesus. Mm. Because if you have met Jesus, we we consistently would see your growth in exhibiting his character and the fruits of the Spirit, mm. Right? You would see a lot more patience. You see a lot more self-control. You see a lot more love and all that. Do you understand? So I, I see a lot of older people. I do not disrespect them. I just, it just tells me this is where this person is at. Mm. And every Christian you see is still a work in progress. Right. But some uh, at a tender age have achieved miles of work than some who are very much older in age. Well, yet to, and that's miles of work with God is with a personal relationship with God day in, day out. So knowing Jesus is knowing him for yourself, not just knowing him from the prism of people. When we meet in church and listen to someone or do Bible study is to sharpen our understanding based on scripture of what living a Christian life is, right? But the main work is our personal work with God, our personal work with Jesus you understand? And that's with the help of the Holy Spirit we keep working at it. And day by day, you should be growing, you should be learning. You understand? You should be exhibiting a lot more likeness of Jesus. So people in your office shouldn't consistently... If somebody has worked with you in te- for 10 years and you were harsher in the first two years, by the time you get into five, six years, your world should be graced with love and compassion. Mm. that as much as here, it's not like you're being lax. You can be firm with the person, but the person would get to understand that it's out of love or we need to achieve this, so let's work at it. Do you understand? But after working for, with somebody for like 10 years and people still say this man is, is a wicked man, you're not ex- really exhibiting. So that's a growth area for you as a child of God. Right? So that being said, how did you get to that question? <laughs> it's our fallen human nature, the reason why we think of worship. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So for me, worship that we do in church, right? For we that have been in church and are Christians, right? Is where we focus fully, our heart, mind, soul, and body, right? Mm. Focus on God. And sometimes when we do like praise our worship Sundays, we see the the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. When you leave or you attend the powerful prayer meeting, you leave that place feeling there's a weightlessness you feel, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the presence of God, practice of the presence of God. And we need to transform our whole life activity into that kind of activity. 
because he's always with us he's always talking to us through the holy spirit he's always he he, he has not gone anywhere it is us that focus our attention elsewhere but when we come to church we say let us pray everybody's closing his eye you're focused on god and that's one reason that i think a closing of eye during prayer is vital mm. so that all distractions will get away mm-hmm. and you focus on the person of god and jesus christ right. and he reveals himself more and more to you in fact he's re- he's revealing himself it's us that are losing focus so when we try to focus which is what we do with praise and worship singing with prayer do you understand the fellowshipping together of um, sermons and this thing are just to sharpen us. You understand one on one, but the actual communion with God is in when we sit to pray. What is prayer? Is talking to God, Abby, and worship too is prayer in a form. You mm-hmm. understand? So th- for me, that's where we grow day in day out with understanding God. So until a Christian gets to the level of understanding, I need to pray. And when I need to pray, I need to close my eye and focus on God. With time, you can. A lot of people have um, have mastered the art that even without closing your eye, you can focus on God. Right. Even when you're in the market, you can focus on God. Uh, some things will happen. I'll just find myself speaking in tongues, like just in the market, like muttering it in my spirit, not literally right. speaking it out. You understand? And I'll get more clarity and direction. So that's the practice. And that activity can never be boring. If you know what you are doing. Mm. You understand? It can never be boring. It's that kind of communion that God wants us to translate to our everyday living. So that we are effortlessly giving him praise. Even in sweeping the house. Even in, is it uh, going for errands at home? Or even at our workplace, being a doctor. That's that's the kind of communion God wants with us every day, every time, per hour, per second. Mm. So our whole life is an act of worship to God. And that's what this same life we're living. Maybe that's the same life we're going to be living. Mm-hmm. But with higher precision, mm-hmm. do you understand? Yeah. Without the distractions mm. and all that. And the pains. Yeah. Without the pains, you lose this human flesh yeah. nature. Do you understand? And you get in tune with your spirit mm. self. You, you've had s- spiritual en- encounters where you are like out of body experience. Mm-hmm. At that point, this flesh is, is not useful. Mm. Do you understand? So that kind of place, that's, I think that's how the experience of worship in heaven would be. Okay, um, I'm going to ask you a very interesting question again. Bring it on. Uh, let me. Okay, I'll ask my question first, and then I'll, I'll give you a bit of pretext. Mm. Do you think it is possible that we will fall again? That we will fall again. Yes. So. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking this. Yeah. Okay. I'm asking this on a couple of grounds. Yes. Well, okay. well, in heaven, that's heaven on new earth, like yeah, I said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm asking this because um, primarily it's it's Tadeka that has me thinking about about this concept. So, mm. if you read Tadeka's, I believe it is green. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so anyway, there's a whole there's a whole series, the circle series yeah, starts yeah. with black, there's the red, there's white, gray, uh, red, green. Yeah. So um, in green, green is like so it, it the series chronicles human existence and and interesting. It's fascinating. I recommend it to everybody. Go read. Mm-hmm. So green ends with a new earth, effectively, mm-hmm. but. In, in, in I think a later version of green. I think that was the original version of green. In a later version of green, I might be mixing those two up. So whichever one it is, just flow with me here. But in a later version <laughs> of green, he offered an alternate ending to green, okay. and said, "Okay, and this was how it happened, and the whole book started over again. We went back to the beginning to of the this beginning. So, is it possible because we're dealing with perfection and effectively God had created perfection in the Garden of Eden until the serpent came and the whole story continued like that? So, is it do you think it is possible that we in the new earth will fall? And Decker gives a good example, a good reason for taking that story in that direction. Mm-hmm. He says, when we get to the new earth, we will still have free will. We're not going to be robots. We can do whatever it is we want. Mm-hmm. So it is likely that we might choose to sin. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that's 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 my, that's my question. weird do you question. Think we can, do you think it is possible that the there's fall a reset button again? Yeah, like a reset <laughs> button. i go back to zero. Well, you see, um there's a judgment day that we have heard about. Mm-hmm. Right, and that judgment day, what happens there is that we'll be transformed. This flesh mm-hmm. will be transformed. Abby, okay. it's not this flesh again that we'll be working with. Abby, right. Mm-hmm. Right. you know, and that judgment day is not only for humans, mm-hmm. that will yeah, be the final right. judgment day for yeah, even, for even the, the devil mm-hmm. yeah. and it's his angels. agents, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And they will be thrown into pit the pit of hell mm. Abby, mm. where there will be gnashing of teeth mm-hmm. forever unending mm. and ever <laughs> Abby. so that's al- already isolating the main culprit to human falling mm. in the mm. beginning mm. right and if this flesh is co- is transformed we will not have the pain do you understand we will have the the selfish desires Will be transformed to perfection mm-hmm. um and that's what grace came and conquered for us that we take for granted that's what redemption is is that once we get to that judgment day and cross right there's no going back there's no going back again is that the final victory has been sealed and stamped judgment has been made is it's the way life will go on now. Do you understand? Mm. So I think, I think the devil would have been would have been cast down. Right now, you know, it's interesting to know mm. that the devil is still chilling right now. Mm. The story mm. of Job, when yes. the sons of God went to meet God, the devil showed up. Mm. That means he still has, he still has access. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, so don't think it happened then. This guy now, he still doesn't have access. Mm-hmm. 
please God, let Dev not come and charge you. It's me. Ah. You. I said, this is your son. Let's try him. Please. So he still has that kind of access. But I think from that judgment day, what happens is that he loses the access. Mm-hmm. His judgment is finally sealed. Mm-hmm. Apart from being cast down from heaven into earth, right? Mm-hmm. He will be finally put down. So I think that's what that's the victory of redemption that we have. That's why your goal to get to heaven is so that on that day, when you, when that final seal is being stamped and send all those other ones down there, you would be amongst the victorious ones. And that victory is a victory that, based on my understanding, can never be hampered again. Because the main culprit has been cast down and he'll be there. His problem is let me not go down alone. Mm. Yes, there's no one to go down alone at all. So he knows he has lost the fight already. So let him not go go down alone. And you know, humans are the ones that God made in His image. Yeah. Angels are not in God's image. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, it's man that He said, "Let's make in our own image and likeness." And that's why the devil have issue with you. Mm. What he's trying to achieve, you have gotten it. So he'll try to. So he's trying to drag an aspect of God down with him, and that's his work. Yeah. So I hope I've answered your question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think I I I think heaven no longer sounds as boring as it does. Not at all. Not at all. Thank you, Silas. So all my rap guys. There will be rap battles in heaven, <laughs> but we'll be using curse words. Yeah. Our our mindset has been renewed, we've yeah. been transformed. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And be paintings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. exhibit your arts, your yeah. all your interests. I don't think you'll be void of them in heaven. I'll probably be in the kitchen cooking. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, I want to end with a message of Paul in mm-hmm. First Corinthians 2. First Corinthians 2 from verse 6 to 10a. It says, We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Mm-hmm. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. Mm. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Yep. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, mm. the things God has prepared for those who love him, these are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. Thank you, Joy, for co-hosting me today. Oh, thank you, Daniel. This was quite a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Uncle Silas, once more. for Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure always coming here. And very interesting conversations. Yeah. Right. Some of the things I was saying, I didn't know how I thought about it. (laughs) Well, thank God for God. And thank you for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Youth Vibes wherever you get your podcasts. As we've said before, if you use Google Podcasts, please be aware that it is 
coming to the end of its life sometime next year so i'd advise you to look somewhere else to get your podcasts we recommend spotify but you can also use pocket casts apple Podcasts, or whatever app you like to subscribe to you vibes turn on notifications so that you don't miss a single episode and you can send me your feedback using the link at the end of this episode description if you'd like send us an email at youth4apc at gmail.com that's y-o-u-t-h number four epc at gmail.com this episode of youth vibes was produced and mixed by yours truly in collaboration with the church youth ministry our theme music is by bashadam that's it for youth vibes this week see you right here next week